everybody to your favorite podcast as the drum turns. Um, we're just going to provide you guys with the latest SRM news and updates. And Jeff, how are you doing today? Doing good. <laughs> good, good. Um, you had a special trip to Arizona. Yeah. Tell me how, how that went. Arizona was uh, really cool, actually. Uh, it was r- really good because I, I was uh, able to take my wife and my my son with me. Oh, as right! Well. So it was pretty pretty cool. We uh, uh, my wife's used to going around looking at concrete plants, mm-hmm. so uh, we went and looked at a lot of concrete plants, checking some new things out. I had a couple meetings in Arizona, looking at some. Uh, uh, some new companies so yeah. you know uh, nothing no news as of yet but it's the first time first time we've ever been to Arizona so it was cool to see the town really nice town in Phoenix is where we were and uh, yeah. we we got finished early on Tuesday so we drove up to the Grand Canyon oh yes yeah, it was really yes. really cool so it was uh, definitely worth the drive it's yeah. about three hours up there and three hours and back you've never seen the Grand Canyon never seen it first time what did you guys think about what, what did Lincoln, Just Lincoln a, say about a, it amazing <laughs> amazing he loved he, it he loved it we kept him in the stroller because I was afraid he might trip right. or something because it's like I don't know if you've ever been. I have. Yeah I mean it's it's I don't know it's, it's really cool if you have the chance to go it's definitely worth the drive to, to go check it out that's so, right but, uh, but no it was good and uh, the market's interesting and glad, glad to be back. That's a long flight over there, too. So. It is. I went my senior year of college with my parents to the Grand Canyon, and then we drove to the Prices Right. <laughs> so that's a trip. Explains a lot. That's one of those family trips that I'll never forget, and it was super special. So, <laughs> but um, that's great. So we, we might hear updates, possibly, maybe. Who knows? Maybe not. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Nothing to update as of yet, but, uh, you know, that's a lot of. We spent a lot of time uh, out and about just looking at stuff, checking, kicking the tires on deals, uh, and so that's that's what that was about. But nothing really to, to talk about there yet. But there's a lot of a lot of good stuff uh, that we're focused on. But you know, really right now <clears throat> we're focused on getting what we got running right and getting everyone on the same page. We, we made a lot of acquisitions this year thus far, and we uh, we got a lot that we're still working on. Mm-hmm. We still got to figure out and. Uh, Get people in the right spots and making sure we're servicing our customers. And that, in general, has been a challenge, uh, not just for our industry, but for every industry in America, really, right now. And so uh, we got to get better. We got to get better at service. We got to get better at taking care of folks and doing what we do best. And that's providing great, exceptional service and great quality. And uh, I want to get back to that. I want to get back to that. So we got a lot of, a lot of irons in the fire. I know we. Uh, we hinted that we were going to announce an acquisition today. That got pushed. I'm glad I didn't announce it last week. I almost did, but uh, we've, we've got a small acquisition in Tennessee that got pushed a couple weeks. So we will announce that once we have it finalized. Okay. All once right. Once we have it finalized. That's good. That's good. Yep. We get any sort of, uh, I mean, West, Middle, East Tennessee? It's in Middle Tennessee. Okay. And okay. It's not ready mix, but it's okay. certain, it, it uh, impacts our quarry business. So, uh, so good, good company, and hopefully we can get it across the finish line. But uh, you know, it's just that's deals. They, you try to get them done on a particular date, and sometimes they they hit bumps in the road, and you got to uh, back up a little bit. So we're waiting on them to let's get this thing closed. So, you know, everyone knows we're always in a hurry, so there's no no different here. 
Well, I've got some really great news about um, one of our QC managers, Andrew Dixon. So Ryan Young had sent out um, an email to us and shared some some fun news. He said, um, Andrew Dixon uh, in the Indianapolis area is being named the QC manager of the year by the Indiana chapter of American Concrete Institute. He says uh, this accomplishment is very well deserved by Andrew. Um, he is well respected internally at SRM and externally by our customers and professionals in our business. Um, and so we just want to say congrats Absolutely. To, to him. And I know that's a that's a really big honor. Big honor. Big deal. It's an honor to have him working for us and on our team. So congratulations to Andrew. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, you got anything else you want to share? We've got, you know, we've got a um, some events real quick. Uh, <clears throat> that's happening next Saturday. We've got, well, first we got our Tennessee uh, golf tournament customer Coming up next Long-term. week. Yep, next next week. Next Thursday. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, we've got a lot. It's a packed packed schedule. Full packed. field morning it and is. afternoon. And then we've got uh, that same weekend as our uh, Dallas. Detroit. 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 Uh-huh. We've yeah. got Detroit, Detroit then Tigers. Dallas. We're going to so. your hometown and um, and headed that way that's to right. go cheer on the Tigers. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, we got a good, uh, good turnout to that event. And then uh, we got our event come up in Dallas, as you mentioned. So... Looking forward to both those events, getting everybody out. You know, I'm looking forward to this, sharing about this book, Jeff, because it's the best book. Jack Welch, I know, and I didn't believe you, kind of, you're like, everything's the best book. But this one really <laughs> is, besides the Bible, this has been really entertaining. <laughs> so yeah. we've got Winning by Jack Welch, um, and we're, we're just kind of taking chapter by chapter little, little pieces um, as they relate to uh, SRM. But this book, it talks about, uh, this chapter is Candor. Um, and that's in candor, just frank, being open and honest, and shooting people straight, telling it like it is. Yeah. So Jack says uh, he would he would like to to say that the lack of candor is the biggest dirty little secret in the business. Do you do you agree with him? Hundred percent. I mean, I think too many times we get focused on you know not stepping on to- toes mm-hmm. instead of just telling it, telling the truth, and and having differing opinions. Differing opinions is okay. You know, I actually I just walked out of a meeting. With two of the folks in our office, and uh, just kind of playing devil's advocate, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're looking at going a different way with some vendors, and and uh, and and we're when you get together, and there's no, it's none of this, you know, trying to not worried about uh, hurting feelings or authority or none of that stuff. It's just let's come to the best solution, and when people come together with that in mind, what's the best solution for the company? And we're all we've all got the same goal, you know, to create the best company we can and and to try to grow it uh, as expeditiously as we can while uh, while running a great company. So we all have the same goal. Uh, it's just let's cut the bull and get straight to it. You know, let's tell it like it is and tell people how we're doing and how we're not doing so good and how we are doing well. And uh, I, I think that's the only way to run a company. And some people don't like that, and I get that. And some people. Uh, some people don't do well in that environment. That's okay, too. But in this environment, yeah. in this culture at SRM, it's going to be a culture of tell it like it is. And we invite that and do it as respectfully as possible and and uh, doing it all from the right spot. I think if you're coming from the spot of, you know, hey, we're trying to do what's best for the company, what's best for the folks that work here, what's best for the future – of this company, if you're doing, if the decisions that you make and the conversations that you have has all of that in mind, then I don't think there's anything wrong with just putting your feelings out on the table 
And sometimes, sometimes people are going to disagree. I think that's the biggest problem with candor is that it's easy for us to be candid with people. It's hard for others to be candid with us. You know, I know just speaking for myself, it's easy for me to be super candid with people. But when they try to be candid with me, it's like I get, to, you know, I used to, and I still do at times, I get defensive. Our our, our, our mindset, it's just we're wired to immediately get defensive. Yeah. And it's figuring out how to rewire that. Right. I don't want to be defensive. I want to be supportive of Hey, I appreciate what you're saying. You want to be open. You want to yeah. be encouraging, receptive. receptive. It's so hard to be receptive. It's hard because a lot of times what people are saying, you may get mad at the way that they're saying it, or you may disagree with the way they're saying it. But a lot of times there's truth in it. And, and maybe this is remnants of truth in it. But it, it's enough to open our mind to think again. You know, it ties to the, the book that we just got done with. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking again. Maybe I need to look at this differently, look at it from a different perspective. And that's all candor is. Uh and he says this in the book that lack of candor basically blocks smart ideas, fast action, and good people contributing all the stuff that they've got. Mm-hmm. And he says this, it's a killer. I couldn't agree more. It is a killer when we don't allow smart people to contribute what they've got to offer. We, You are more to this company than just what your job title says or just what you were hired to do. We hire you for your brain too. You know, it's not just your hands. It's not just you. You're here in a heartbeat. You're, you're more important than that. You're smarter than that. I want to be cognizant of that. We want management to be cognizant of that. We, we need your help in building the best company that we possibly can, unifying together to, to, be, to be candid and to be responsive to our customers and to our customers' needs. If we do that, then we can't be wrong. We can't be wrong. Something I will say that, that when you're growing a company quickly, you're going to break some eggs along the way. Basically, you're going to make some mistakes. Things are going to fall through the cracks. You're not going to be, uh, you know, things are just going to happen. And I, I think that's okay too. You know, I, we don't want to make mistakes. We don't ever want to fail. We don't want to fall short. But the reality of the matter is, there's going to be times that we all mess up and we all fall short. And it's all about who gets back on the horse and keeps riding. You know, let's just keep doing it and keep getting better as we go and uh, and being straight with each other as we get there. Yeah. It, he says, um, you know, just as far as business, forget outside competition when your own worst enemy is the way you communicate with one another internally. That's something we've preached from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me about the competition and and us. Don't tell us about the competition. We're not competing with anybody but ourselves. We're not competing against any other ready-mix supplier. Player. We're not competing against any other aggregate supplier. We're competing with ourselves. Who can outwork us? Who's better than us? Who's got better quality? Who's got better service? Who's got the, the right, Who's got a better work ethic than we do? My answer to all those questions wants to be no one. No one can beat us. No one can outwork us. No one's smarter than us. No one. No one can do what we can do. If we all come to work with that mentality, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat what I did yesterday. I don't care about what competition does. I don't care about what their price is. I don't care about who they hire. None of that junk matters. It only matters is how are we doing it and how are we doing it together, cohesively as a family, working hard, all after the same goal, and that's to be the largest supplier in the country with the best quality and the best service. If we do that then who are we really competing against? We're competing against the, the person in the mirror. 
And uh, and I, I think that's super true. I think a lot of people gather up and hee-haw around about problems or mistakes or whatever the case may be. If you're candid, you, you air it out. You, you talk about it, you get it on the table, and you move on. I mean, a lot of people think that, you know, candor, they're just not used to any anything like that. But they said for people to be open, um, to get candor, you reward it, you praise it, uh, you talk about it, you make public heroes out of people who demonstrate it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more. And there's a lot of people that work here that are, that are, that are candid, super candid with me. I mean, I've... So many GMs that tell me like it is, hey, this isn't working. This yeah. is working. And I think it's because, honestly, like you, your brother, your dad, um, you are, you do, you do, you shoot people straight. It's not just a lot of fluff. You take, you're very honest. Yeah. People don't know what it was like <laughs> growing up <laughs> um, <laughs> the way that we grew up and, and the way that we talk now. And I, I, I we're making improvements. You know, right, I, I'm not right. saying we're not doing right, but being candid has never been a problem for a Holland's head. <laughs> so, That's right. <laughs> uh, we, we normally tend to go a little too far. So so it's it's been a learning curve even for me to try to get that more in a more uh, uh, constructive way and not just you know blurting everything out. And and I think it's it's important, but I also think it's important to get it out. And and there's good times to. There's good conflict resolution out there, and it's through communication and, mm-hmm. and telling people straight. And and it's not just us. I mean, you know, uh, you know, Mike Mike Zagula, our CEO. Mike's a guy. He's a candid guy. He's not going to hold anything back with anybody. He be- he knows what he believes, and and he wants to he wants to do what's best for the company. You know, and I, that's that's why he's in the position that he's in. You know, and that's certainly what I one of the things I respect the most about Mike. And, and there's a million people like him, you know, so many, I, I could list them, I couldn't name them all, but there are people that just, they believe in what we're doing. They believe in our process. They believe in, in, uh, in how we got to where we are and they're committed to it. Uh, and they're committed to, to shooting everybody straight. I, I love that. I love that. You know, we don't have to tippy toe around everybody's feelings. We can just get to the heart of the matter. And, uh, I, I think that's how a company moves fast. And that's what Jack Welch talks about in this chapter, too, is that his, you know, GE was able to move quick because people didn't care about your title. They cared about what do you have to say? What can you contribute? And it's the same way with everyone listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what your position is. It doesn't matter if you're a GM or an operator or plant maintenance. It doesn't matter where you are, what your job is. If you've got something that can be fixed and you see something broken, you need to let somebody know. Be candid. Yeah. Let somebody know. Let's fix it. Let's fix it again. Because okay. I'll tell you this, if it's broken in Panama City or in Wildwood, Florida or in Louisville, Kentucky, it's probably broken somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So it might be something that's just, you know, we don't know at all. We, you know, we, we've. You don't know what you don't know. We don't know what we don't know. And so where we can benefit and get better uh, each other and, and have an open dialogue, I think it's, I right. think it's great. He always talks about when people, um, the more people that get in the conversation, um, I mean, that's, you're going to get idea rich, he says. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's always a beautiful thing is having more people and more ideas. That's what we want. Yep. Um, so again, plant managers, GMs, you also have to be receptive to those ideas. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't just be, don't be dismissive. Uh, there's sometimes people have silly things and, but even in, even in the most silly of ideas, I, there's remnants in there that make you think. 
And and there's if there's one thing that that I know I I fail at and I want to get better at it's communication. Mm-hmm. It's you know we all do move fast and all of our management moves fast, and so we don't communicate very well. And and a lot of us have worked together now for a decade. You know we know each other, and so we kind of know about what everybody needs and wants. But we take that for granted for people that haven't been here as long. You know, and so there's always this. Uh, you know, we joke about it internally, like freshman mm-hmm. year. Freshman year at Smarter Remix really sucks. Mm-hmm. And so, if you know, the first year that you're here, it's like, man, I don't know, you're kind of lost. But after yeah. you've been here and you become a sophomore, right, right. Uh, you know, it starts getting a little easier. And because you know who to talk to and who to do this and who to do that. And it's like, how do we alleviate freshman year? How do we make right. it better? How can we onboard people better? And I think it's through opening up channels of communication. That's right. Where it's not all these these walls that that we didn't mean to build, but I think they've gotten built. And so I, I want to tear those walls down and communicate better and more clearly about what our expectations are and and um, and how to how to build a good company together. Candid having candor is a, is a certainly a, a big step in the right direction. I couldn't agree right, more. Laura. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, next week we'll be covering chapter three, and uh, I think that's all we got. Thanks. All right, everybody. Appreciate have a wonderful week. It.